Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber. Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. As always, we're so glad that you're watching or listening, depending on if you're online or if someone is listening to one Mm -hmm. of our podcast directories. Anyway, today we have an interesting topic. Now, before before we started recording, we were cutting up a lot. We were a little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) Bob, have you ever gotten, or for those of you watching, listening, have you ever gotten one of those big, colorful postcards that have a nice, juicy steak on the front? You mean like this? So you have one with you. <laughs> well, funny enough, I also have one with me. Totally not planned, right, but, Bob? They're appealing. It looks like look at that. Look, isn't that a pretty steak? Yeah, mine. My, my, mine's got a slightly different steak, but <laughs> yeah, they both have this real beautiful steak. Now and, I open this up, and it's, I'm gonna learn all this stuff, like how to reduce my Social Security taxes and ways to reduce my volatility in the markets and my increase my benefits. Hmm, looks very educational. Yeah. All these, all these great positives, no, no negatives whatsoever, right? And I look on the back, yeah. and I, I can't show you the back because it's got the picture of the people that right, sent it right. out. But right at the very bottom in little bitty print, guarantees and insurance annuity products. Right. Oh, oh. so that's how this guy, yeah. or they're sending out, let's see, about 10,000 of these. At about a dollar, dollar fifty a piece. Let's just say a dollar. Yeah, so ten thousand dollars just in the printing cost. So then I got fifteen thousand dollars in mm-hmm. this workshop. I'm going to feed you a free steak. That's not including the free steak, right? That's not including the it's actual another dinner itself. Another thirty-five or fifty bucks. Exactly. Okay, so I get twenty-five or thirty people there. So each person that's come has cost me about four hundred, five hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. How am I going to okay. make up for that? Hmm. Do you think the annuity commission might be part of it? Yeah. I gotcha. Just, I just got to sell one or two annuities and I'll make up for it. Yeah. So today. Today, annuities 101, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay. And we're Technically, not, we could group bad and ugly together, but we just thought it'd be more fun. Well, that's from, <laughs> I was a big Clint Eastwood fan with all the spaghetti westerns, you know, and I always talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies. It's so funny. Well, we want to start today's episode, though, yeah. all, all fun joking aside, yeah, but we exactly. want to start today's episode with a statement that annuities are not all bad, but they have a tendency to be used to take advantage of investors due to their potential for high one-time commissions. And we are going to go into a little bit of, you know, what is an annuity, the types of annuities, because not all annuities and depending on on who's selling it necessarily carry a high commission. Right. But that's just what they I mean, tend to some be we're going to talk in some carry no commission at all. Right, exactly. And we're and yeah. we're going we're going to go into that. Sean, before we uh, when I was developing the program I said, Sean, can you think of, you know, we're Christian financial advisors. Right. Can you think of a scripture that kind of kind of goes yeah. with this? So, share the scripture that you came so up with. So, we've got Proverbs 1, 3 through 7. Okay which says to receive instruction in wise dealing in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning and the one who understands obtain guidance to understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So really today is about wisdom, isn't it? It is. Just about helping to educate. I mean, it's really what this entire program is for in the first place, is to try to help educate and provide wisdom. 
So, so the next time you get one of these, you know what to do. <laughs> and we want to explain what an annuity is. So let's yeah. go to the definition of what an annuity is. And Gary, if you'll put this definition up while I read this. The, the term annuity refers to an insurance contract issued and distributed by financial institutions with the intention of paying out invested funds in a fixed income stream in the future. Mm-hmm. Investors invest in or purchase annuities with monthly premiums. That's what they right. call premiums. Right. Instead of contributions, it's called premiums in the insurance world. Uh, or lump sum payments. Right. Okay. Right. So maybe you have a, a large lump sum that you just put in one time. And I also want to mention that there are qualified and non-qualified annuities. Mm-hmm. A, a qualified annuity will be considered like an IRA. Right. right. So there's a tax advantage to it. Right. And the non-qualified has a tax advantage to it too. But the but the qualified annuities, you've got to take the money out you know, by 72 because right. of the uh, RMD rules. The so required minimum distributions for those who aren't up on their acronyms. Yeah, okay. And so there's there's basically three types of annuities that mm-hmm. you need to know about and be aware of. First one? Well, let's go ahead and list all three and then we'll, okay. we'll do a okay. quick okay. definition okay. of each one. So there are variable annuities, mm-hmm. there are fixed annuities, right. and there are fixed indexed annuities. And right. so the first one we're going to cover is variable annuities. And these are very highly regulated by FINRA and the SEC. So right. this is put into Because a it's a type of security product. That's it what is. it's considered. So it's really in a different league. Right, right. Um, and, and most of these that you go to? Are not variable annuities. They're not variable No, annuities. they're typically going to be a fixed annuity or a fixed index annuity. Mm-hmm. Typically going to be fixed index, actually. Right. Okay. So VAs offer many different types of managed sub-accounts to choose from, similar in mutual funds. You kind of think of a, in a variable annuity, a sub-account would be very similar to the mutual fund or ETF or the individual stock that you're holding within right. an investment account. But, 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 but in this case, hold, they call it sub-accounts. And you can't hold an individual stock in a variable exactly, annuity. Exactly, okay? right. It's, but, it depends on the annuity what specific sub-accounts are actually available so in that in that sense, Bob, I think it's it's probably more similar for for those watching and listening. It's probably a little more similar to if you have like a four hundred one k or something at work that there. It, it doesn't mean you can invest in anything. It's well depends on what that plan has available. Yeah, you're right. Depends on what you can actually invest in. But but so. but you have um, a lot of choices. I mean, many right. of these variable annuities, I've seen them with a hundred or even 200 choices. So there's a yeah. lot to choose from, everything from small cap value to large cap growth to international, yeah. even uh, sector funds like right. energy funds, things like that. So you've yeah. got a lot of choices in these variable annuities. Right. And then the second one that we had mentioned is fixed annuities. Now these are very simple, right. pretty straightforward, but it's just a fixed interest rate for a certain period of time and they adjust every one to five years. Very much like a CD, yeah, a bank CD. Exactly. But yeah. you know, the CDs back, backed up by the bank and the FDIC, and the annuities backed up by the annuity insurance company, company, insurance company. Yeah. Okay. So definitely, uh, that's kind of the important part is making sure that if you did get a fixed annuity, you don't want the fixed annuity with some. Who is this company, and are they actually strong? You want to make sure they're like, yeah, they're a rated, very exactly. great, yeah. highly rated because company. They don't do well. All of a sudden, you don't have anything left. Exactly. Yeah. And then, then we have the fixed indexed annuity. Yep, number and, three. And, and this is the most sold type of annuity uh, out right. there. And specifically, the most abused type of annuity. It, it really Because, is. again, you know, all th- really, all three of these types of annuities, <clears throat> again, it's not that they are inherently bad. Right. It's just, in, in the case, we'll talk a little bit about the fixed index annuity, but it's the way they are used and the way they are sold. And the fixed index annuity is the one that typically ends up being 
the uh, most abused right. because it's it's very complicated. Like for most investors, it's hard to wrap your head around how it actually works, and the people selling it tend to not actually fully explain that. And, so, and, and, well, I know we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> cap rates. There's all these cap rates and things like that. So um, usually in a fixed index annuity, what they're giving you is, and it says indexed, okay? So right. they're, they're giving you a choice to invest in one, two, or three, or maybe even five or six different indexes. Right. Okay, like the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, uh, the NASDAQ index, Russell International. Right, yeah. the, the different indexes, okay? Now, the thing about the fixed and the fixed index annuity um, is it doesn't require a securities license right. to sell it. Unlike, the, unlike the variable annuity. Right. So you're, and so you're not regulated under FINRA and the SEC yeah. like you are in a right. variable annuity that's so much more highly regulated. And and so these fixed and fixed index annuities have very little insight, yeah. you know, o- well, o- oversight. On right? top of that, oversight. too, is, is the other issue isn't, you know, again, we've talked about this before, uh, you know, our you know, seeking wise counsel. Mm -hmm. And so when you are being sold a fixed annuity or fixed index annuity, you might be talking to someone who is a licensed advisor, but most of the time those are sold by an insurance agent. Right. I mean, or they may not say they're an insurance agent, but that's really the only thing was they passed an insurance exam, you know, to get their license and and that was it. There's there's no oversight or regulation from something like well, they're supposed to be by the insurance board, but it's not not a not a whole I lot. Mean, it's, what what do they call that? It's like the the wolf watching the sheep, or you know. <laughs> so let's go into the good side first. Remember, we're going to cover the good, yes. the bad, and the ugly. So That's right. I'm going to go over the good side, and I'm not throwing all annuities out. You know, it's like don't right. throw the baby out with the bathwater, as they say, right? Yeah. Um, so there are good sides of annuities, and annuities can play a part right, in an investment right. portfolio. Not all, but it can play a part. Yeah. So number one that I like is tax deferral of gains until income is needed. And this is for the non-qualified type of annuity. Yeah, because when I say that, because in a non-qualified, you've got to start taking, in a qualified annuity, right. you've got to start taking money out at 72 because right, they require right. minimum distribution rules of IRAs. But for a non-qualified, no, you don't if, have you, if you were anticipating not needing it till 75 or 80, you I can, mean, you can, you can defer it if you want. Right. So you can, you know, you can defer all those gains mm-hmm. and there's there's no taxes due on it. You know, the, the other good side of an annuity, but there, there's costs that come with this, yeah. is the optional guaranteed income benefit that is a real plus, especially on variable annuities that are going right. to go up and down with the markets depending on what you pick. Yeah. So in the event of a major market downturn, um, you've got a guaranteed income. And I'm telling yeah. you, Sean, I saw in 08, yeah. um, a lot of these annuities were sh- were sold in 07 and 08, and yeah. they, they, they saved people yeah. with their retirement income. Right, okay? right. So, Especially for those who were much closer at that time, were much closer to retirement. Now, if you still had five to 10 years left, not as big of a deal when you have a market downturn. Yeah. But in the case of someone who was in one of those and they were a year or two from retirement, that can be very helpful to make sure that income stream is is protected. And the main thing that you need to know is with these um, optional guarantees uh, that you put on, you can put on one of these annuities, is you, there are fees involved. Right. So right. you need to understand the fees and make sure that that's disclosed to you. Right. So that's going to, because that's going to affect your overall returns. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. It is. It is. All right. Number three. Avoids probate at death 
as long as all beneficiaries are alive. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, I mean, if if you have a if you have an annuity that you took out 15 years ago and you've had a benefit, one of the beneficiaries, maybe you know three children or 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 your spouse has passed away, and that mm-hmm. beneficiary that needs to be updated because right. if that beneficiary is not alive, that part may have to go through probate. Mm-hmm. That's and right. You don't want to have to do that, but it does avoid probate. Otherwise, you have the proper den- ben- beneficiaries, and they're all updated. And they're all still alive. Yeah. Completely avoids probate. That's a real good side of an annuity. Yeah. And that's, I guess, your uh, investing 101 or wealth management 101 tip is, regardless whether it's annuity or not, make sure your investment accounts have up to date beneficiaries. That, that's, absolutely. that's just a good all rule. of them. All <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. Okay. Number four mm-hmm. can provide some liability protection in certain states. Let me tell you something funny here. Sure. You remember OJ? Yes. Okay. Remember how he was, all the stuff he was involved in, Mm -hmm. he had annuities in the state of Florida and all his money was protected. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, so it can provide liability protection in certain states. Florida and Texas, where we are here, is is a state. So when I say liability protection, it's very protected from creditors and lawsuits. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a big, that's a big plus. So something happens, somebody sues you if the annuity is in one of those states like Texas and Florida, for example, then the annuity assets couldn't be touched. I, and I say some liability protection. Okay. I'm sure there's a lawyer out there that's smart enough that can sure. get through that. So I'm, I'm not going to make the statement that it's yeah. all protected. Please consult your saying, legal professional before that we're just saying that it can help provide some liability protection yeah. depending on the state yeah, and so the circumstance. That's right. <laughs> okay. Number five. Variable annuities can offer literally hundreds of investment choices that can be switched around without concerns of taxes until funds are actually withdrawn. That's a nice feature, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you, you, you can And move. that's true for both qualified and non-qualified Absolutely. annuities. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. So as you know, when the markets were way up last year and we took some profits, you got to pay tax on that. When yeah. an annuity, you, you take that profit, and you don't have to pay tax on right. it. Right. Now, you do have to eventually. And a, a thing that's really important to understand, too, is with annuities, you pay income tax. You don't pay the favorable long-term right. gain tax. Right. So the long-term gain tax could be much lower yeah. It's many times much lower than the income tax. Which is why we said earlier that annuities can play a part, but it's not necessarily that we recommend that it's all of your investments are right. in an annuity. So for one of those reasons right there. And the sixth good side of annuities is actually there are annuities now that are commission-free. How about and that? And surrender-free. Completely surrender-free. Now, these are fee-based annuities offered through registered investment advisors. You're not going to see, when we were talking about the steak dinner right. earlier, you're not going to see, they're not going to sell those kind of annuities. Let yeah. me give you an example why, okay? You put $100,000 into one of these annuities. Mm-hmm. Many of these fixed index annuities will have a 8 to 10% commission. So, Sean, Ooh. you make 8000 so Eight to dollars day one. Wow. Where if you're charging a, a, a fee to manage that yeah. of one percent a year, which is what tip, we we typically typical, charge, and it's typical. In the that's two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. In the first quarter for managing it, okay, you can get eight thousand dollars up front or two hundred and fifty dollars right for a fee to manage it. So. Do you see the tendency of greed here? Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's why you know look at it in years for our firm selling an annuity for someone as part of their investment strategy, if it makes sense, we're going to earn 1% a year. Well, compared to the free steak dinner, that's going to take us eight to 10 years to make about the same in advisory fees as what that insurance agent made 
day one. And the insurance agent many times gets paid one time up front. So mm -hmm. what motivation do they have for staying with you right. through those years? And right. they usually carry, which we'll cover, I believe we have that, but the, the surrender penalties, because that 8 to 10% that was paid, if you decide, oh, this isn't right for me and you want to take the money out sooner, well, guess what? There's anywhere from an 8 to 10%, depending on when you pull it out, That's right. penalty because it's you surrendered it early. So now we're so, going to get to the bad side, to the bad and, side. The, and, yeah. and the ugly. So we've gone over the good. So now we yeah. still have the bad and the ugly. All right. So number one, mm -hmm. many, but not all, annuities have very high ongoing annual expenses that can be changed to go even higher by the annuity company while you have the annuity. Boy, that's... Yeah. So that's, basically changing... I've seen this Moving goalposts, you know, like changing the fees after you've already after gotten After you're into in it. and you can't get out, they yeah. can raise the fees on you. How yep. about that? Let's get your traps, get the handcuffs yeah, around you. That's fun, and right? And then the, we can go up on the fees. The second thing, participation in the upside of the markets in fixed annuities can be very limited, all right? So, okay, now that's interesting, Bob. Can you give us an example? An example. I will. Okay. So, so let's say, like, we know in the last couple of years, not this year, <laughs> we know in the last couple of years where the S&P 500 has gone up 15 20%. Right, okay. In these fixed indexed annuities, you got three or four, okay? Mm -hmm. That's it, because that was the cap rate. Right, because right? there's, there's a cap. You participate in the upside of the market up to a certain percentage. Right. Right? Okay. Now, there's other annuities that don't have a cap rate, but guess what their ongoing fee is? It's like four or five percent. Ah. So, so the annuity goes up. I mean, the, the S and P goes up fifteen percent. You get ten. They've gotten five. Right. I mean, that is enormous. Yeah. Fees. Enormous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, number two. Okay. Oh, we just did number two. We kind of covered number two. Yeah, we kind of yeah. did. Participation in the upside of the markets and fixed index annuities can be very limited. Yeah, Again, we explained that. Into that. Okay. So, number three. Fixed indexed and variable annuities keep any stock dividends instead of adding them back into your investment. How about that one? That's an interesting one. Yeah, most people don't realize that. Yeah. And and the dividends, just even out of the S&P 500 can be, you know, right now with it low can be 3%. Right. You're not getting that. Right. The insurance company is getting that instead. So you think about that, just add that fee right there of 3%. Yeah. Or in a fee-based account outside of an annuity, you're going to get that. Yeah. Okay. So it's that opportunity cost. Right. It's not necessarily a direct fee, it's just because of the way they're structured. So number four, commission-based annuities can carry very high surrender penalties depending on the amount of commission paid to the salesperson that can last for many years locking your money up. Yeah. So there's hmm. kind of a formula here, like yeah. you were mentioning. If you have a 10-year surrender penalty on that annuity, pretty much the commission was 8 to 10%. Right. If you have a five-year surrender on that annuity, it was going to be you know, five, four, five, maybe even six percent. Yeah. So usually long, the number of years somewhat corresponds to about one percentage per year of the surrender penalty that, or the surrender period. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So the higher there's the the surrender penalty and fee, the higher the commission. Mm -hmm. Okay. And remember, fee based annuities have no surrender penalties at right. all. No surrender. Yeah. So fees. really, on on those, you move in, and six months later, you have buyer's remorse or whatever, you, and you, you want to move, move back out. out. You can move back out. That's There's right. no huge penalty for doing so. Now, if you take out one of these annuities before age 59 and a half, even if it's non-qualified, and you have gains in it, those gains before 59 and a half will be taxed at a regular tax rate if you take it out, plus a 10% penalty. Gotcha. So okay. that's that's the one other part, I guess, to, to look into is that if you move into one of those and you are under that age, 
yes, you can technically take the money back out, but you want to avoid that potential extra tax and penalty tax. Yeah, which right? you're going to have to do if, if, yeah. if you take it out. Okay, so now we've had the good, the bad. Now let's get to the, the ugly. ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so the ugly side of annuities mostly applies to the fixed and fixed index annuities. That's right. So number one, accountability of the industry that seems nearly non-existent with some shady business practices. It does. Now, Bob, can you uh, shed a little light on that? No, um, that's all I'm going to need to say. I think <laughs> okay. you said it right there, okay? Number two, there are big incentives to salespeople even push these certain types of fixed and fixed indexed annuities that are make high commissions. And let me, an example that they'll push, like the company will say, if you sell a lot of this one annuity, we're going to give you a free vacation to this exotic getaway, mm-hmm. uh, big cash bonuses at the end of the year, and even contests and recognition rallies. I mean, they're all patting each other on the back and it's yeah it's kind of like you know so you see behind the doors the salesman giving each other high five boy you got that one i mean that's sad but so basically it's it's a another incident of a conflict of interest yes where it's not just that there's maybe a commission but there's also hey if i sell x amount more to these to these people whether they're a good it's a good fit for them or not then i'm going to get a cash bonus or i'm going to get this i'm going to win this contest or i'm going to get to go on this really great paid vacation and the problem with that then is that is a conflict of interest on what is best for the investor yeah and wait till you hear this they even they even you know how best time to buy a car is like on the last day of the month. Right. Okay. So they'll even have Well, time. usually. I mean, right now it seems like it's crazy no matter I what know, time. I know <laughs> that. Yeah. But you typically you want to buy on the last day of the month. Yeah. And why is that? Because they get a bonus if they sell a certain amount of cars that month. By the end of the month. They yeah. actually have that with annuities. They'll have like a contest and, and you know, mm. it'll go for this three-month period. So can you see as you're getting towards the end of the three months, I'm nearly here. I'm nearly here. I just need to sell a few more of these. Just got to sell it, right? Mm. Oh, isn't that? That's, that's just, just but that's not the way I that know. investing and, and advisors should operate. No, it's not. That's not, not at all. because that is not, not fiduciary. That's not putting the client's interest first or at least aligning your interest with what's best for the client. So you covered that third one which is yeah. the conflict of interest. Number 4, the manipulative sales tactics tactics like like this right here. Yeah. That's this is manipulation, y'all. I'm yeah. sorry, but I really believe it. Look at this postcard. It's not It's not even appealing to the financial side. It's, a, no. it's appealing to the emotional side of a big steak dinner. It's right. like, it's like the, well, it, it's, <laughs> it's got this beautiful looking meal. Yeah, show that looks fancy. I mean, I mean, that's, so it's got this fancy looking steak. Because I like mine a little bit like that. Yeah, and this, this, is, <laughs> this is supposedly an educational seminar. But what's the first thing you see? is big juicy steak. Yeah. And then you open it up and like, you know, it's, it's interesting between the two, you know, this, this one that I got, it's got a, you know, worried about your nest egg getting crushed and it's got a tank running over a car, you know, <laughs> and it just, so it's like a combination. And then yours had a little bit more of like, look at all these great features and benefits. Yeah. yeah. And you haven't even said a word about what is it you're even talking about? And I'm like, that's just, that is just wrong. That is, it is a it's manipulative. manipulative. It is. Yeah. And, and, and number five is, of the ugly is the lack of disclosure that I see of all the costs associated mm-hmm. with fixed and fixed index annuities. They're rarely discussed with the client. Yeah. All the costs associated and with that. And the requirements, you know. So so again, those surrender penalties and the time period mm-hmm. that is usually glossed over as much as possible because if you 
get all of the details and you realize, wait, if I invest in this, I can only get a maximum of 4% in, a, say, a fixed index annuity, and I'm not participating in the downside, but also I can't take any of it out for 10 years. Well, you can, but maybe in or small I lose, Or I lose a percentage of it. Yeah. Like, but that's the kind of things that if that was fully disclosed, there's a lot of investors that might say, you know, I don't think this is the right fit for me. This doesn't sound as good They, they go into these things just not knowing, Sean. Um, this is huge, this one. I, I want to tell you all that, and I, want, I really want to look look at you in the eye on this one, okay, is the false bonuses that these annuities promise to. Mm-hmm. I've seen them, Sean, where they'll say, I'm going to give you a 10 or 15% bonus for putting your money in this annuity, right. okay? So here's an example. You put the $100,000 in, and I'm now it's worth 110. Mm-hmm. It's only on paper, okay? It's only right. on paper. It's not reality tell them to send you the money say i want to surrender this so send me my hundred and ten thousand that you're showing me it's just strictly on paper it's to make you feel good about having just invested in it i mean you anybody can type a number on paper okay but tell them to i want that put in my bank account it's not going to happen Uh and that is the ugly side of these bonuses that are supposedly bonuses They'll get you in, and then the very next year they'll leave you hanging. Like, well, yep. yeah, but I'm getting ten percent up front. Look at, the, and they'll 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 do it as an interest. I'm getting ten yeah. percent interest. Well, then next year they're going to pay you one percent for the next ten years, and mm. now you divide that out, you're getting two percent a year. I mean, right. it, it just look at the math. So number seven on the ugly, it is common to talk about free withdrawals of your own money in four to six percent increments as an interest rate the annuity is paying when it's not. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's crazy, yeah. So I, I, well, I've seen this over, it's paying me four to 6%. It's, it's giving you four to 6% withdrawals of your own money. That's not the interest it's paying. Yeah, it didn't actually <laughs> oh, increase no. the value. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that. So number eight. This is the ugly side, I'm yeah. telling you, these are the ugly. Why don't you cover this one? Okay, bait and switch. Annuity companies can change the rules of the annuity contract once you're in it. How about that? And raising mm. expenses after you've invested all your money. Then you can't get your investment out without huge surrender penalties. Wow. There you go. So, so lock, is, locked in. You They get you in, yeah. and then they decide, we're going to change the game. We're going to change the fees. Oh, you want to, You don't like it. You want to take the money out. Okay, well, there's a surrender penalty. So no matter what you do, you're not in a good spot. So there you go. It's the good, the yeah. bad, and the ugly. Okay, I want to say this. I really do. In conclusion, not all annuities are bad. Okay, they right. may have a part for some of your investments. And in today's climate, you do not have to buy an annuity with surrender penalties and you high commissions. Yeah, yeah, right. You, there are fee-based annuities out there that are available, but I'm telling you. Something like we started with today that's going to cost fifteen or twenty thousand dollars up front. It does not make sense for an advisor to sell fee-based annuities. Nope. Yeah, you'd lose. You'd be losing money. Yep. But with the high commissions, they can they can do that. Yep. So, be be leery of the free steak dinner that you get in the mail. So, I see them. So all what the you want to do is when you get one of these, yeah, you take it and you go stick it in the trash can. Yeah. And then you're done. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you got it. So that's all for today, and I hope we've helped you with understanding annuities. There is the good, but there's also the bad and the ugly. We're here to help you through yeah. all these minefields. You can get a hold of us by phone or text through business hours. 
christianfinancialadvisors.com mm-hmm. on the web or 830-609-6986. Thank you so much for being here. And just remember, if something sounds too good to be true, it probably, it probably is. is. God bless you. And until next time. We invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective. To make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes, you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. To learn more about integrating your faith with your finances, visit ChristianFinancialAdvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.